y'all. Welcome back. Another episode with us. Not, not just doing, another Candace? episode five. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Episode five, you say? Episode five. Mm. Episode five. Look at that. <laughs> Ain't no turning back now. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to keep on pushing. So how are yes. you doing? You say you're doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. Can't complain? <laughs> can't can't complain. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. So I take that as you've been taking care of yourself. Hmm. Now that needs a little work, but you know what? That's what we're going to talk about today, right? Yes, we are. We are going to discuss, is it okay to be selfish? And mainly, when is it okay? But the first question, when or is it, I should say, okay to be selfish? Is it yes, okay to be selfish? Yes, with a capital Y-E-S. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is a must. And I, I think when it comes to selfish, people look at it as a, a negative thing. You know, like, oh, you selfish. I mean, in a sense, it has two contexts. You know, there are selfish people, but the selfish we're talking about is just taking the time out to take care of yourself. Right. Putting yourself first. Exactly. And, and I I mean, we all know, I think, I think what is, what is pretty good is that like in today's time, we seem to be moving as a society more towards the idea of really working towards our mental health and, you know, focusing on ourselves a lot more through different things. And I think I think the pressure is being or not the pressure, but the 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 knowledge is being put out there. The information I mean is being being put out there. People are actually seeking the knowledge a little bit more about trying to mm-hmm. um remain healthy mentally. But I think it's a lot easier to be selfish obviously when it's just you, you know? But I think mm-hmm. some of those lines start to get a little blurred. When, you know, you go through the process of possibly getting married and having kids, or even if it's just a career that takes over, you know, a lot of your um, focus. So I think that's when we have to like reassess our situation and say, hey, I need to focus on myself. And that is a time where that can be defined as basically, you know, as being seen as, as being selfish, but it's not in like you said in the negative sense of being selfish. It's just the idea right. of you taking that time to focus on yourself to get yourself right, so you could be better to help others. Yeah, because I mean, if you're not healthy and thriving, how can you tend to anybody else? How can you tend to the other needs? You know, you have to fulfill. So, right, right. Because let's just be real. If you're not, if you're not together, it's hard to give a part of yourself to something else so if you're not getting proper rest for instance that can affect your mood your attitude so that almost then you have to question well what is your how is that affecting your relationship with your kids you know when you interact with them or your spouse or even your co-workers whoever it is if if sleep is something that's that you, you know you're lacking or something like that because you're not focused on taking care of your, your your body and stuff like that then it's going to have its um it's going to have its effects basically. And mm-hmm. then your focus may not be there where, you know, you can miss certain things when it comes to your kids or whatever, because 
your focus um it's it's harder to engage i should say stay engaged with them because like i said when you, i don't know how y'all are but <laughs> look when i am sleepy <laughs> like the like i said the focus is hard for me so i'm like so to sit there and really be engaged in something like if you if your child is trying to tell you a story or something like that your attention is probably not there like that. You know, you're not able to, to yes, be there like they need you. Mm-hmm. It's like I, sleep is the key like factor when it comes to your mental, emotional state, your physical well-being overall, that like getting that adequate amount of sleep is important because Lord knows when I'm sleep deprived, I'm irritable. <laughs> like I get annoyed <laughs> quick like <laughs> Girl, don't want to do anything uh-uh like i need my sleep <laughs> if you want me to be a better person let me sleep <laughs> people talk about like you know how when they get hungry they get angry that whole hank what's it called hangry hangry no, yeah mine is sleep forget food forget the food <laughs> Mine is sleep. Like if if I'm if I'm running off for two hours sleep, which actually I do pretty frequently, but if I was running off for two hours of sleep or whatever, <laughs> girl, no, mm-mm, I don't. Mm-mm. Let me get to my coffee. Let, let something got it. Something got to give, right? So I had to. You you got to yes. change that and start focusing on yourself and and um and, and just listening to your body and stuff like that. Um. But kind of going back to the idea of, like I said, and I don't know how it was for you personally. Especially, you know, being a being a younger mom, like um, taking on that role. But I know for for me, like, man, when when you go from just worrying about yourself and you know, you you move when you want to, you do what you want to, it's a lot different. You know, when you start having people, these little 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 people running around calling you mommy, you know, because I think we get to a point of going back to the idea of the blurred lines, your purpose kind of tie, starts to tie in into the idea of being a mother. So we kind of start to mm-hmm. almost shift our identity and our purpose towards taking care of our children, right? So it's so easy. You're absolutely right. To get, yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in putting yourself second um, to their needs in a sense because like literally like the at, at, once they come like that they become the focus they become the focus and it's like so you you got to get to the point of realizing that um a mother is just a part of who you are but it's not all of who you are and i think you know say until, it again okay so a being a mother is just a part <laughs> of who you are and it's not all of who you are so when you take decide to take on that role that doesn't mean that your desires, your hopes, your dreams, your career, everything all of a sudden comes to a screeching halt. It just means, okay, you got to pick another route sometimes. You know, it's because for some people, right. hey, they got it organized, they lay it out, they don't have to miss a beat when it comes to, you know, to starting their family and having their career. But for for some of us, I I mean, there was an adjustment process, you know, um, for, for starting a family when it comes to also trying to uh, build out your career and also on top of it for us personally being military spouses and it's that's a whole adjustment on itself or whatever but um I, th- I think it's very important for us to try to keep a part of us slightly separated so we can so we know that we are still a whole person um and 
although our children, our family are such important aspects of, or so, so important to our lives that we also got to understand that we're important too. So that's that idea of putting yourself yeah. forward, taking care of yourself, you know, and just trying to um, keep pushing yourself pretty much. Yeah. Like not always remember that woman, that person you was before you had kids. Remember that person, that woman before you got married, like those dreams and goals that you had, like they're still doable, sis. You, you can definitely do it. Like you said, you might have to take a different route, but it's still achievable. I think like, um, as moms, as military spouses, like we, we sacrifice so much, like mm-hmm. careers when we have kids moving, it's a lot. And then there's that, that guilt of when we take that time to want to be selfish because in sense and society, they deem us as like being superhuman, a super mom, you know, like we can take on as many tasks. We're strong and granted we are, mm-hmm. but, and that's a good compliment to have, but it does have its downfalls. You know, you're going back to that guilt. Cause like, Oh, if I take this hour to myself, or if I go out and get a manny and petty or something, take some time away, people may see me as not a good mom. I'm, I'm putting mm-hmm. myself before anybody else, but you should. It's important that you put your needs. That's going to help your up, your up being as far as emotional state, your mental state, your physical well-being, in order so that way you can in turn make sure that your kids are okay, make sure that your household is okay. Right. And and it's okay sometimes if you have to tap out, like you need to get to a point where you're aware of your moments, like of okay, mm-hmm. this is building. You know, I I need to take a second. I need to take a break. I know, um, for me personally, like I said, and it's personally or whatever, but it it, it still, I guess, bothers me to say it out loud. But I know, uh, not too long after, well, actually, it was I think my daughter was probably about six or seven months, I would say. Um, but I remember I, I could feel like this, the, this, this change that was coming over me. And it was almost like in the sense of being like stress related, you know, like, a or mm-hmm. anxiety related that I was feeling and I was getting it. And it, it was like, it would come kind of like in waves. And I, I, for the longest, I, I didn't, know what was going on until I start honing in and kind of trying to pay attention to, well, when is it that I'm feeling these moments? You know, like when do, Mm -hmm. when do, when do I feel this coming on? And it wasn't until I like really shut down and start paying attention to myself that I realized it was when my daughter would cry when she was like whining. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie to you for as long as it took me a while to say that just to, even someone like my mom who I, you know, share a lot with because it, it was like a, almost like an embarrassing factor. Cause I'm like, nobody wants to say, oh yeah, you know, well now I don't care. But in the past, <laughs> nobody wants to be like, right. oh yeah, my kids cause me stress all the time because that's not how um, I viewed her, especially, you know, as a, as a young baby. And, you know, you, you, there's so many joys that come along with, with having kids and stuff like that. So, but when I actually really got quiet and listened to my body and realized like, Hey, something is affecting you and you got to figure out Mm -hmm. ways to cope. And that's when I kind of opened up more and I started speaking to my mom. I had conversation with my mother-in-law as well. I had conversation with other mothers and they're like, well, girl, well, what do you do for your me time? And I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. Me town. Like me time. What's that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I mean, I mean, not to be like so whatever, but I mean, this is the point where I mean, if I'm in the shower, she in the shower with me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm eating, she you know, like we, you know, I'm nursing at the time. So it's like everything, everywhere I move, you know, she, you know, I'm I'm basically we're together. So there wasn't much me time. And so when I got to that point of realizing, like, hey, I'm no good to her if I'm not all in, if I'm not together. And so I, yeah. I had to make a an effort to say, you know what, okay, when my husband gets home. I'm going to say, hey, babe, I just I just need an hour, whatever it is. Or if I need to go take a bubble bath, if I want to go shopping by my stove just to get out the house, just to get away, just to get that quiet time. Um, there, there was different things. Whatever your thing is, whether it's just being able to go outside and read. Like, even if you just go in the room and shut the door, you know what I mean? But just to yes. get that break. <laughs> it's like, it's it's very important to, you know, to, to yourself and, and I know for all our listeners, everybody isn't necessarily parents, but you can still do that for, like I say, if your if your career is taking that much focus, you need to find moments to whether it's like put your phone down and have your quiet time, you know, um, mm-hmm. have your moments where you, you're not so engaged in work. Like you, you actually disconnect just like they tell you to disconnect when it comes to social media, you can do the same when it comes to your job on particular days. Like if you just finish a massive project that was super stressful, take that time away, regather yourself, get yourself together. So you can almost like recharge, you know? Yes. Just going back to what you were saying, how you said that, you know, you was ashamed or embarrassed to admit that. Like, I, I feel that exact, I felt that exact same way with, Amira having Amira and Felix because like once I had her like my husband was in boot camp so it was me with a brand new baby and a toddler by myself and like I suffered postpartum um I suffered it with her and I did not suffer it with Felix and it when I tell y'all like you you don't want to admit it yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I remember one one time Amira was crying like unconsolably like and I was new to breastfeeding her because with DJ like it didn't last long. I caught an infection and then I immediately stopped cuz mm-hmm. still in school and stuff. With Amira, I was like, "All right, I'm going to give it a go again." But I wasn't producing enough milk and then I was illiterate to to the resources that were available, you know, for breastfeeding. Um, so I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I remember just, I was laying in the bed. She's in her crib crying. And I didn't even hear the knock at the door, but it was my stepmom, my second mom. Um, She came to the house and DJ, he was probably like, I want to say he was two, two and a half. He opened the door by himself. He climbed on the couch, opened the door. All I just remember her walking into the room and was like, take a shower, go put on some clothes go to the store, like, go get some time away. And I was just like, and I felt so bad. Like at that point, I felt like, oh my God, I'm a bad mom. And my mom just walked in on me, you know, seeing me like this. It was so many emotions just like, but then I realized like, no, I needed that break. And it was okay mm-hmm. to feel like and that. And she like, recognized it. And she I, recognized I think, it. Yeah, she did. 
she did. Like she was a teen parent herself, so she she been through that and she knew. Like, mm, go get yourself together. I remember when I came back, she was like, "If you ever need some time, I'm only you know I'm only a phone call away." You pick up the phone, I'll come get the grandkids. You want me to come sit in the house even while you just sit in the room? Let me know, you know? And I was just like, oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fast forward to 10 years later, having baby Felix with him, <laughs> the postpartum years, was, girl, 10 years. Why, <laughs> why y'all start over? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's a blessing in disguise, okay? That was God's work. That was God's plan. Amen. (laughs) But, I mean, it was just like, I guess because of the whole, my birth with him was just traumatic in itself. Like, my husband wasn't sure if me or him was walking out of the hospital, you know? Mm -hmm. So, just trying to relive that and get through that and then starting breastfeeding again. And, whoop, whoop, side note. We still breastfeeding. 19 months in. Let's get it. <laughs> girl. Blessings but, um, to you. Girl. <laughs> trust me. I want to stop, but he ain't ready. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That that little one. I mean, I remember his birthday. So our birthday is about two weeks apart. And I remember my 30th birthday had all these plans like, Yes, it's my dirty 30. You know, after I pop out this baby, I'm going to be good. I'm about to go celebrate. <laughs> Girl, I cried on my birthday. Like, literally, mm-hmm. nonstop. Like, I remember, like, the kids was like, Mommy, what's wrong? And, like, my husband, like, cons- trying to console me. And he was like, just give Mommy her space. Like, it-, it was so bad. And I felt, and I immediately felt bad again. Like, I did not want my kids to see me crying like this. I don't know why I'm crying. I'm sad. You know, I can't celebrate. And why am I feeling like this? Like, am I am I being selfish, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's normal. It's normal. And I knew that I needed a break. Even just two months, two weeks in, like, I needed a break. Because that, that breastfeeding alone can drain you. Mm-hmm. Like, Literally. And then you add on taking care of the two more kids while your husband's at work and stuff. Like, I let it get the best of me. And, I mean, I'm still going through a little postpartum here and there, but I'm making it. I'm making it, sis. I'm making it. I I found ways to, like, to, to help with that, you know? And I think, like, as women, I think it's great and it's important that we have, like, we seek out our own village, our own support group, mm-hmm. our own little tribe, whatever you want to call it. Those meaningful French friendships with people that's either been in your shoes or walking that same road as you, you know, because right. I think like when we uplift each other and cheer each other on, we shine brighter together mm-hmm. as a whole mm-hmm. and as individually. And I mean, after all, what's this podcast called? Shine, Shine Sis. Sis. <laughs> okay. So we named this podcast Shine Sis for nothing. So yeah. Showed it. <laughs> yes, yes. That and that's man, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Um Yeah. I, I'm I'm just like you said, going back to the whole conversation about the village you were discussing. Like I'm definitely grateful for mine. I'm not gonna lie, like I said, just being able to have people, you know, to reach out to just to to talk about different things and 
and and not only that, but also for them to to guide me before some of the things took place, you know. And then, like I said, just having the help mm-hmm. um, of like family members who were just like, you know, I, I I'm I'm blessed to be in a situation where we got parents who you know want to see their grandkids because some I, I realized that some grandparents <laughs> are like no 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 uh-uh I'm enjoying my life now don't bring the kids over here <laughs> but so but I'm, I'm very appreciative that I have parents and grandparents who be wanting to see them so you know that that eases it you know sometimes as well but yeah girl it was yeah. it's it's definitely a process of trying to get comfortable enough to say some of the things because it's so easy to put we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect at least at least at the very least appear to be perfect and let me tell you something mm-hmm. when you get to a point of realizing and, and acknowledging that by the definition of perfect we aren't perfect it is so liberating. There's so much freedom mm-hmm. in getting to a point of saying, you know what? Maybe I ain't that great of a cook. Cool. So I ain't gotta be cooking. <laughs> I ain't gotta be cooking there on the holidays then. You know what I'm saying? But when you okay. sit there like, <laughs> like, nope, nope, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm a I'm a great cook. Like you put that added pressure on yourself to be something that you're not, something that you're not yes. passionate about or whatever the case is, you you put that added pressure on yourself instead of saying, it's I mean, and, and let me be clear, it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this is a weakness of mine. Let me work towards it. That's fine. But when you when you when you put the pressure on yourself of thinking that, hey, I have to be perfect at this, it 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 opens the door, I feel like, for um more anxiety and more stress and everything to to to, to play in. Um because you don't mm-hmm. allow yourself to kind of like have those breaks or those slip ups or whatever the case is, you know, you don't, you don't basically, and and I want to, I want to kind of be clear about what I'm saying because, um, I don't want to make it sound like that doesn't mean that you shouldn't strive to be better or do, you know, do certain things, but I just don't want you walking around thinking that you have to be the perfect mom or whether it's the perfect spouse or whether it's the perfect work or whatever it is, the perfect person a hundred percent of the time. Because if you put that pressure on yourself, you're not giving yourself time to recharge and rewind, which means you're not going to be able to be at that level all the time. So it's like at some point you got to realize, mm-hmm. hey, it may be some things that I have to pull back on just to keep myself afloat, you know, um and give you, you know, give yourself, like I said, the extra time. But I promise y'all, when y'all start learning your true identity, like we talked about earlier, <laughs> in okay. our podcast, I'm like, you start getting to a point of, of feeling more comfortable about who you are and what you are and what you have to offer. Remember this, especially for my moms out there, the young moms, your children are of you. If you're a decent person, guess who's going to know how to take care of them kids the best? You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and obviously mm-hmm. you have exceptions to the rule because you got certain people who just aren't trying to be parents and that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm talking about people who are happy to have kids. They want to have kids. They want to raise kids. Think about how much of your personality your child is going to have of yours. And there's going to be so many similar traits that when it comes to feeding into them, when it comes to um, knowing what type of disciplines, um, what type of discipline you need to take when it comes to them or whatever, or, or what affects them in certain ways, you're around them. You're going to know them. You know what I mean? So like you don't have to um, stress yourself out and worrying about if you're 
doing the best when, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're putting that effort in there. Like I said, and taking your time to yourself to recharge so you can be who you want to be to them. But if you just keep pressuring yourself to be that person and you're not allowing yourself to recharge, then believe me, you're even if you think you're being great for them, you're not because at some point you're going to break down. And it may not be in front of them. It may not be towards them, but it could be in another part of your life because of um, just all the, the energy that you're exerting during that process. Yes. So, yeah. So, like, going back to what we were kind of discussing before, I mean, for you, what did what did like taking a moment look like for you or what does it look like now for you? Like what type of things do you do to try to get, you know, get your, get your alone time or get, you know, or recharge yourself? Well, um, my husband's deployed, so (laughs) I gotta like be creative with my alone time. Um, but always, um, every time, every time he goes away, I get focused on like my eating habits, you know, making that lifestyle change, working out just that little time away helps. Girl, sometimes I'm sitting in the bathroom, even if it's for 10, 20 minutes, just sitting in the bathroom, you know, just hiding out because I just need that time to, to just breathe, mm-hmm. you know? Y'all, so, that's real I mean, too. So don't think that is not no joke. <laughs> okay. It is, it is real. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is real. Like, I mean, I even have the kids, like they'll take their, their, the little one. I'm like, look, y'all just go take your brother, you know, take him to the park or take him, walk him around the block. Mommy just need a second. And and I'm, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm blessed and thankful that I have two older ones that can help out and they Mm -hmm. understand like when mommy needs some time to herself, mommy needs some time to herself because, it won't be pretty if I I don't got that time to myself, you know, (laughs) I'm keeping it real y'all. Like I've had times where I have like literally exploded and I had to go back and apologize to my kids because Mm -hmm. again, like I shouldn't have to, it shouldn't take that much to get, I shouldn't get to that level. Like you feel it coming on. I need to take a step back. I need Mm -hmm. to, even if it's just breathing, counting to 10 girl, it's the little stuff. No, you no, you're absolutely right. And actually, y'all, me and Mary had did a, a Bible path um a few weeks ago on that. You do remember what it was called? It was like uh wasn't it like not yelling or something? Yeah, some something like that. Mommy not don't yell or mommy something like that. So we were actually working on it, y'all. We were. We were working on it. So <laughs> we were. <laughs> and I think we were we were doing pretty well. I think um yeah, but yeah, I leave that one alone. But it definitely on. has helped, though. I, I'm, I'm gonna say I haven't. Me personally, I haven't yelled at them in a while, and I, I'm like getting better at just like speaking in a calm tone, even when I'm upset. Right. Because I, I've noticed now, especially with with my husband being gone, that's already uh, an emotional feeling for them. You know, for yeah, all of us. Yeah. So. Instead of me lashing out or getting upset at the little things, I just calmly talk to them and explain, yeah, I'm upset, but listen, let's try this. Or don't do this, you know, like, come on, we got to make it easy on, we got to make it easy on each other because we got to lean on each other right now. Right. Right. And see, and that's, that's good. Cause I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I actually hate yelling. Cause when I, when, like, when I yell, I can feel it. 
Like I can, it's not, like, you know, some people just made a yell. They just, ah, like, I, I, I imagine everybody grandmama like that. Everybody grandmama yell. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> but like, when, but when it comes to me, if I, if I'm getting to that point that, that I literally will physically feel it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like getting to that point. I really just, you know, and I understand, you know, kids certain ages, you may have to talk to them more times than others, but I'm with you on the, hey, listen. I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Y'all don't want me yelling. I don't want to be yelling. You know, let's help each other out because that's another thing. If I start fussing and and getting riled up like that, now I need to, now I do need to go definitely take a break, you know, instead of just being able to continue on mm-hmm. because it's like, nope, mm-mm, this is not, this is not working out. So I, um, I, so I completely understand that, but I was like going back to the taking a moment. And stuff like that. I know early on, mine was like bubble baths. Like, that was my thing. I would be like, okay, mm. all right, babe, you home? Okay, <laughs> here goes the baby. I'm getting in the tub, put my <laughs> candles on. I had my little, yes. you know, uh, like, uh, between the candles, the lights off, my music playing. I play, like, some meditation music and stuff like that and just sit there, literally just sit there. You know, and I feel so much better coming coming out of that. Also, like you mentioned, exercise will would do it for me too. Like honestly, because I think feeding into yourself that way can help out in many ways. It's not just the the mm-hmm. helping with the stress that you may feel, the tension you may feel, but then just also feeling better about yourself because you achieved something in that moment in terms of working out. Um, and if there's a, yeah, uh, and if if there's an even further effect than that in terms of it, if you're trying to lose weight or if you're maintaining whatever it is, that workout can help in regards to that. So then you feel accomplished, even further accomplished in that. And, you know, you just start to feel better about yourself, which is going to um, trickle down in other areas. Cause you're going, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of remain positive. Cause you just, you just feel better. You feel good. Um, I think that's really cool too. When yeah. you mentioned the, the, the changing of the, um of, of your food habits and stuff like that. Um, that's another thing, focusing on yourself. Like you're basically you're taking the opportunities that you have to become to, to make your life more specific about you, which goes back to the putting yourself first. But and it's not in in, in that way, it's not limiting others too much as well. Like you're still a good mom, you're still taking care of your kids. Right. But guess what? You eating good, you working out, you get like you said, you reading your Bible, you getting your alone time, like you're you're balancing yourself yes. out pr- pr- really good, and I'm pretty sure if I was to ask your kids about how they feel about you and your accomplishments as a mom, I'm pretty sure they would say some good. Especially that daughter of yours, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she they would better. have a lot, a lot to say. Um, uh, you know about uh, how you know, I'm pretty sure they would have a lot to say about how much they appreciate everything you do for them and um, and how they great better. of a mom you are. <laughs> So you know, it's like it's like yeah, y'all. I'm telling y'all, when you start realizing, man, if you if you're good to your kids, they I mean they're gonna love you. I mean we not we can we're not perfect yes. parents. We don't do everything right, but I promise you, if y'all start realizing and just acknowledging, like I said, that hey, you know what, I can't be great or not to say great, but I can't be. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be doing everything right when it comes to parenting, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to my career, whatever it is, I'm not going to be perfect and make every great decision and not have any faults, any issue, whatever the case is. So, um, right. I just need to be prepared for that and just, you know, 
accept that so I can basically loosen up a little bit. Cause like I said, it's too much pressure to be perfect. And, um, and you'll, you'll, you'll cause and, a lot and of stress for yourself. Nobody's perfect. Right. Right. So right. no agree. And just but, keep continue. Like, even if you just got to keep reminding yourself, like, Nobody's perfect. We all have imperfections. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. We're going to continue to make mistakes along the way. Like, stop adding unnecessary pressure onto your plate. Right. Exactly. Also, we also want to focus on the fact of making sure that you guys remember, like, if you are suffering, do not be afraid to ask for help. I mean, and I mean, please don't, y'all. Please don't. Yeah, and I mean, whether it's from friends, family, shoot, if it if it's to that point, neighbors, coworkers, whoever. I mean, there's there's help that you you know. There's phone numbers. There's there's websites. There's there's so so many avenues of trying to trying to get um further educated on this, and also just receiving you know any type of uh, help and resources that can, can benefit you. Um, because so many women deal with, and I think women are getting to a point where we're becoming more comfortable or I should say more women are speaking out about some of the stresses and different things that they deal with after having children. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but even, even just across the board, like, I, I mean, I feel like almost everybody has anxiety. Like I, I could be wrong, but the way it's talked about, I'm, I feel like everybody can point to a moment where they're like, "Yeah, that was that was definitely a very anxious moment for me," you know. So, I mean, don't it's it's no shame, no shame involved, you know. At the end of the day, it's normal, it's common. Like it, it is great that you ask for help exactly. because sometimes you know, like. Putting on a mask, going back to the whole putting on a mask, like you go smiling, looking, appearing normal that everything's okay. But then you go home and you know it's not okay. You know, I lost a dear friend, fellow military spouse. Like she was my sister friend. Like our kids played Mm -hmm. sports together. I met her out here at our first, um, when we first got stationed out here in Hawaii. Like we literally kept in contact when they left. We FaceTime, like on the whole Marco Polo and everything. And she committed suicide. And till this day, like, it still hurts at me. It gets at me because I literally had talked to her the day before. But what I failed to do was ask her, how was she doing? Like, every time we talked, I always be like, hey, girl, how you doing? And then she would open up to me. But this one time, because I felt like I was so busy, I was doing other stuff. When she texted me, I didn't... I didn't ask her how was she doing. And then I, I held that guilt on for me for a while. Kind of still do. I feel guilty that I didn't know. It, even though it's not, you know, I know there was, it was not my fault or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it still weighs on me because I'm like, man, had I just asked her how she was doing, maybe I could have sensed or maybe I could have helped get her some help that she needed. You know, we confided in each right. other on so many levels. And when I found out, I was just like, like sick to my stomach so yes y'all ask for help it is okay even if people are not asking you how you doing don't be afraid to be like look i'm not okay it's okay to not be okay right 
And beyond, and yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's heavy. That's heavy. But no, you you were absolutely yeah. right. Like, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I no, you could, girl. I I think it's also if you are somebody who knows, you know, of a mother, um, who just had a child or, you know, or it, it only has to be just had, but if you know of a mom who has kids and they may seem like they have their moments, just, Hey, I mean, I don't know if you would be willing to, you know, watch the kid or anything like that, but just, just reach out sometimes and see if, or if they just want to do something with you to, to get them out, you know, to get them out the house or whatever. Cause you know, sometimes part of it is just not having that opportunity, um, to go, especially with spouses, if you're constantly moving around and you just had a mm-hmm. kid, you may not know anybody, you know what I mean? So it could be in a situation where you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind going here or, or going there, but you know, I don't, you, you may not have that relationship to feel comfortable going out with somebody else. But, um, so if you know somebody just, you know, just reach out and just help in any way you can, I guess, you know, to see if it's anything they, they need or could use. Cause a lot of times, like I said, they won't, just offer up the fact that they need, you know, that, that type of help. Cause going back to what you were saying before, which is, you know, we never want to feel like we can't handle it as moms, but especially because what do you always right. hear when you first, um, and I, I know this is actually talking about being selfish in general, not just to moms, but since we're on this point, I do just want to say this when you, um, go to have, you know, your first kid and you're nervous and all this and people say, Oh, don't worry your instincts to kick in, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, this yep. is what it's you, natural this is what instincts. Mm-hmm. You, you were made to take care of this baby. Like, so you, so you already come in with this pressure of thinking I'm supposed to be able to handle this. I'm supposed to be able yeah. to know exactly what to do because of how everything works. I should not need anybody else. So you put that on pressure, mm-hmm. like I said, back on yourself and just think that you have to do it all alone. Um, and, I mean, and even like I said, even both, I mean, both of us have husbands who, you know, were helpful, but there are other circumstances that can cause, you know, uh, issues in terms of their schedules, deployments, um, you know, where you, you may be doing it on your own. So, you know, it's, it's not just, so sometimes it goes beyond just your spouse, because if your spouse is not in a position to be there, you know that creates its own problems as well. But yeah, I just think sometimes you got to just try to relieve yourself of that pressure, especially early on. So you can kind of like learn what your process is going to be. So like I said, if you're a runner, be a runner before you have a baby, be a runner while you have a baby, if the doctor says it's okay. And then be a runner, (laughs) you know, um, after, after. So I, and yes. I said, wow, you have a baby. I meant while you're pregnant, y'all. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> while you have a baby, just be exactly. running, girl. Push that baby while you run. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I play basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did, y'all. Shoot. You yeah, can see, do it, sis. <laughs> I see that one lady who out there weightlifting and putting Ooh. all them big old weights over her head. But I guess she's a professional yeah. weightlifter, so it was no big deal. But I'm like, girl, mm. <laughs> Anyways, I know we just went all, all off tangent or whatever, but the point is, I know, right? <laughs> ask for help. You can be selfish. It is okay to take time for yourself. 
And actually, we may need to do yes. a series on this because I think we focus more on the idea of selfish in terms of mental health. But there's also a different aspect of that, which is, is it okay to be selfish when it comes to, like, as mothers and spouses, a lot of times we've had to, what, we got to follow our husbands around when they get stationed somewhere else, you know, but mm. is it, but this is not for this, this episode, but eventually we need to do an episode where we're talking about that type of level of selfish of, you know, is it wrong to say, hey, you know what, I have a good career here. I'm going to stay with the kids. Ooh, yes. You, you know, while you go that's, do that's a That's a good kids. topic. You know, we, I mean, there's, there's different ways that people can talk about being selfish. Like, is that okay for a family? You know, when is it okay? How does that work? But like I said, tonight, I mean, for now, this time, we just focused on in terms of mental health, self-care type stuff. You, you got to make sure you get get the help you need. You get your time and, and um, and do that so you can be you can be right to help others um and be there for others um. yeah what's that saying um check on your strong friends y'all check on your strong friends right. cuz they may appear strong on the outside and they they are strong but you know everybody got a breaking point yeah it just it just what you saying what you just said it just made me reflect on that of when you think about like you said your strong friends um cuz you you never know if, if they're the type to never really open up and share um, you never know what they could be going through at that time. So just every once in a while, it's just good to right. say, Hey, you good? Everything all right? Right. You know, I haven't <laughs> asked you lately, you know. So there's there's definitely nothing wrong with asking because sometimes you never know what you get. You know, sometimes like I said, I have friends that ask me now, and I'm like, Yeah, girl, I'm fine. Same old, same old, same thing I'm fussing about, you know, whatever <laughs> the case is. But you know, sometimes that, that could be a different answer. So you just never know. You gotta keep checking in. Yeah, that is true. All right. And I will say this to kind of wrap it all together. Um, you know, going back to the idea of being selfish and taking your time um, to, like I said, more for the the mental health and, and getting yourself in order, but also taking that time to focus on something that's important to you that, uh, you're passionate about. Sometimes you have to find a way. Going back to the idea of re- recognizing that being a mom or being a wife is a part of you, but it's not all of who you are. So those other mm-hmm. parts need to be fed. So you have to figure out ways to create that time, create that space for you to still be that person, or for you to still keep pushing. And so one of the people I always think about when. Um, you know, in discussing these type of conversations is Toni Morrison, who I, I, I imagine that most people know her. She's an author who <laughs> she, she actually passed yes. away, I think, in 2019. But um, so I know I have read her book, The Bluest Eye, but she also was known for, you know, writing Beloved and, and, and many other famous, famous novels. And um, she was the first African-American woman to win the Nobel Prize in Literature. So she she accomplished a lot over her lifespan. But one of the things that was always unique to me was the fact that she was working full time and she was a single mother. And one of the, you know, the things that she, I guess, always would put out there was the idea of her um, working towards her goals and her passions on borrowed time. And by that, mm. what she meant was the idea of, OK, I got to head the kids up at eight. Okay, well, I'm working, I'm waking up at six. 
because I got to write this novel, you know, and, and after doing that, finding that extra time for herself and putting that effort into it, it paid off. I mean, like, look at where, you know, um, her career ended. Look at where, you know, the, the many yes. things that she accomplished over her lifespan. But it's like, it's like taking those moments back, trying to figure out where can I squeeze out my time? Um, but making sure that you are squeezing out your time, that you are putting yourself first, that you are making it um, a priority to say, hey, you know, like if you are like her and you want to write books, you got to find time to write. It's just it just is what it is. The the the, the words are not just going to be magically or they're not just going to magically appear on the page. OK, you know what? Every night at this time, I'm writing for an hour. Whatever the case is, you know, you got to just take those steps and. um and just and like I said, find the time. Put yourself first. What you want to do, you got to make time for yourself. Yes, I, I like that whole that whole phrase of borrowed time. Like mm-hmm. that's amazing, you know. So <laughs> it's all about what was that episode where we were talking about like holding yourself accountable for each hour of the day. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Add that, that in ties there. into. Yep. Right. Because you can, like I said, you can find time. You, if you really want to, you can find the time to do something that you really want to do to um, push toward it. And then sometimes you got to ask yourself, "Wait, am I am I really passionate about this? Is this really what I'm meant to do? Is this is this what I was created to do, or is this just me looking at somebody who did those things and they got some of the things that I want?" So it's not necessarily the process mm. that I want to be a part of. I just want the end result because if you just want the end result, don't waste your time because it, it's the process that you have to fall in love with. So if your mindset yes. is, no, 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 I want to be a writer because I love the idea of pick, picking up a piece of paper and creating a story. Okay. Feed that passion. But if you got to like, put oh, in that work, right, right. But if you're like, um, oh, no, 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 I don't really want to do the work, but I seen how much so-and-so got paid from writing this book. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, pushing for that. That's, that's really what I want to, to get. Then it's not, it's not worth, it's not worth the time. It's a waste of time. Yeah. So follow your passion. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and leave y'all with our affirmation. And as y'all say this, Go ahead and start thinking about ways how you're going to use some borrowed time in your day Mm. to take care of yourself. Right. And to grow your passions. All right. I am enough. I have the power to create the life that I desire. I am worthy of my dreams. I am worthy of my dreams. Go and get them <laughs> dreams, girl. Get them dreams. Yes. <laughs> and remember, shine, sis. You got this. You got this, girl.